Talking uncle to uncle to me to you two. You nailed it. I'm Rocco. You nailed it, Rocco. Hey, I'm Greg. Wait, wait. I did nail it. I think I nailed it. Yeah, you Welcome crushed to it. The uh, the premier uncle to uncle podcast, formerly uh, Pillow Talk with Franklin and Uncle Howard. Today's recap will be about episode 100. What are the brands up to? Let's get into it. Let's do it. So right off the bat, Rocco, I've got to say I was a little offended with the way that Uncle Howard was talking about the mighty Bruce Springsteen. I mean, come on, he's the working man's hero, you know? He's singing about factories and grocery stores and working in a garage. This dude loves a 40-hour work week, and, you know, I bet I bet he's voting for Bloomberg. I wouldn't doubt it. Uncle Howard and Franklin, uh, they, 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 they agree at that moment. The reason that the boss is not a champion of the working man is that he never uh, got in the ring with the WWE champion? Is that is that the case? I you know I couldn't keep track of what they were talking about because you know his his most his most famous song in my eyes is that that song from the wrestler with uh, Mickey Rourke in that creep Darren Aronofsky movie. But uh, so he's like, I'm a wrestler jumping off the ropes. Did I die at the end? I don't know. So like I think that's what they were talking about, but they could have been talking about Vince also. They could have been the world. The world will never know. I, so, so you think that you think that Bruce Springsteen is a working man's hero? I I think he is because you know he's got the bandana in the back pocket. I think so too. Yeah, wouldn't you? It's America. Episodes in, we've never once agreed with the men we talk about. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's and, really and they, wild. They made that revelation within the first. Five minutes, I believe. Five ten minutes. I mean, come on now. What are we? We're wasting our lives, Rocco. Come on. Well, th- I mean, that's not only that, but they're they're essentially mocking the Black Eyed Peas. True. True. Which we've gone on record before as saying, you know, of course, I, I don't have to. You already know what I'm going to say. They're one of the greatest American musical acts of all time. Yeah, I mean, we we live to get it started in here. We get it started. We get it. We get it other things and uh and uh you know what's wrong with the world mama that's uh, that nobody else said that nobody else said that until they said it and and it's still true you know it's all these years 100 percent true fergie peed her pants on stage for our entertainment come on all right uh about three minutes in little unc franklin he asks a question that i think might very well be the most, and this is a coincidence because I revisited the beginning of this episode in preparation for this, and that's when I noticed it. And it happens to be the most profound thing that I've ever heard. And that is, he asks, "Is God a shit poster?" Oof, that's a meme. I couldn't believe it. I was like, first of all, that's a shirt. Second of all, <laughs> as you said, that's a meme. Third of all, I think it might be true. I think it's 100% true. I think Franklin just opened Pandora's box 
his face isn't getting melted by the Covenant. He's seen the light. And so that begs the question, because they didn't really delve too deep into it. Are we the human race? Are we a meme? Oof. Oh, Am Rocco. I, Greg, I pose this question to you, hoping that it doesn't scramble your very brains. Am I a subtweet? You know, I'm. all I can think is I thought I was doing this show with Rocco at 600 bucks, but I'm sitting here talking to Jean-Paul Sartre. What's going on? Yeah. And there's no exit from the Uncle to Uncle podcast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious. Franklin, you've cracked it. He has. I, I really think he has. <laughs> the last note that I have, cab member, first appearance. Cab member. I have that note also. First appearance cab for cab member. member. Six minutes, 18 seconds, episode 100, cab member, first appearance, remember it. It's important. It's so other, important. Do you have any other important like milestones that they hit? I mean, this is a 100th episode. I feel like, you know, this didn't get its due, you know? 100 episodes is impressive. Nobody nobody threw it in. Nobody nobody gave a shout out to Uncle to Uncle. It makes me sick. It makes me sick. It makes me sick because I didn't do it either, so I hate myself. Neither did I. And I I want to do it now. But is that rude? I don't think it's rude cuz this is going to be on their feed. Hey, Uncle to Uncle, congratulations on 100 episodes. You guys yeah. did it. And I'm going to tweet it right now too, and that'll be earlier than this episode comes out. I'm going to retweet it. Yeah, I feel bad. We dropped the ball. We're the we're the world's premier uncle to uncle re-listen podcast recap show. I I'd say we're in the top ninety five percentile, at least. <laughs> so Rocco, yes, the, the unks hit on many topics, and I have notes about most of them. So this is going to be quite a slog. Yes, but if you'll well, bear I mean, with me. What, what, what am I supposed to expect? It's, <laughs> it's our show, you know? Every week. Every week. Every, uh, you know, we might go every day, every minute, every second. <laughs> All right. First thing I got in my notes here. I have a fun anecdote that I want to share with you, Rocco. Okay. And this involves Saved by the Bell, the college years. I'm, I'm all ears. So a couple years ago, I was in a trade school called the Connecticut School of Broadcasting where I was learning how to do radio and television production. And one day I got to be uh, a, a production assistant for a Mike and Mike commercial that was being shot at our school. Wait, Mike, the candy bar? The, or the candy? The, like the... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me. Mike and Mike. Mike Golick and Mike. Oh, Greenberg, yes. The yes. Sports okay. Guys. Okay. The sports casters. The sports, the sports guys. And, you know, after listening to this episode, I think if I had the time stone, if I could go to the Unk's house down in Miami, grab that time stone, I would go back to that day and I would tell Mike Golick he wishes he was half the man that his brother Bob was as Mike in Saved by the Bell the College Years. That's all I would tell him. That's amazing. You know what? If I had the time stone. Yeah. I copy your wish. <laughs> it's a pretty good one, right? It's good enough for me. I would it's, do the same thing. It's great. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's too good, actually. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> it's so good. If I had the time stone, I'd destroy it. What? What? 
would destroy it because no one should ever be that happy. That's how I feel personally. But anyway, um, you know. W- once again, I thought I'm here with Rocco, and it's it's somewhat another uh, uh, philosopher <laughs> other than John Paul Sartre that I can't think of right now. Oh. All right, Rocco. <laughs> the next thing I have is what would your what would your top four movies be if you went to the Scott Con Film Festival? <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is a good question. That's actually a really good question. Thank you, thank you. I put a lot of thought into my answers. Because the so it's easy to say okay I'll just pick four Scott Con films easy right. anybody right. can do that yeah yeah but the real challenge would be picking four films that Scott Con would curate for his personal film festival oh that's a good one now are those the same one certainly is Ocean's Eleven one hundred percent is in the film festival regardless. I dig it. I think it's pretty safe to say that Scott Kahn's putting that in there. Yep. Is he is he going 12 and 13 and two of the other spots? Now, I think 12 and 13 would be in it if it was just a Scott, Scott Kahn retrospective. Like, if it was me and you making the Scott Kahn Film Festival. But if, as I theorized earlier, it is Scott Kahn picking the movies, I don't think he puts 12 and 13 because I don't think he wants to make it seem like he only is doing that character. That's smart. That is very smart. But wasn't he in Enemy of the State with Will Smith? I think he was. I think that would be... I think the Enemy of the State would be in the film festival. The Will Smith Gene Hackman vehicle, Enemy of the (laughs) State? That is correct. That is correct. I believe both James Caan and Gary Busey's sons appeared as the same character in that movie. Uh... (laughs) playing alongside each other with both having very weirdly large necks. You know what? You are 100% right. (laughs) Jake Busey and Scott Kahn in the iconic roles of Krug and Jones. (laughs) There we go. So that's in there for sure. I, 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 uh, what, do you have any? Uh, I, if it was my choice, it would just be ready to rumble four times in a row, personally. Okay, that's fair. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I want to say he's in like the Entourage movie, but that that he was see that's a perfect one. Either even if he isn't, it's in the festival. Oh, he's in the show. You can believe he's in the show. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So the movie's in the festival, and then for the last movie, um, just like whatever the number one porno in the country is that week, <laughs> that's the fourth movie. And you know what? That's going to sell out across the nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Scott, <laughs> making his daddy Scott proud. only signs autographs in that movie. Yeah, yeah. His dad was, he's like, what was my dad in again? He's like signing, <laughs> he's like signing some like headshot. <laughs> what was, what movies was my dad in? Oh yeah, remind me what movies my dad was in. Because I'm watching porno with my friends. He's just like chilling, talking over it. God, man, he is so cool. He is cool as hell. He's got that thick neck and that short little body. He is a hunk. Oh, yeah. And also, that reminds me. Uh, oh, um, I love Scott. Scott member? It's Scott member. Scott member's here? Yeah. Oh, my God. How did you get Scott member? I love to watch his movies. 
Scott member, can I ask you a question? He's nodding. He's he's standing right next. He's to nodding. Him. Okay, okay. I I don't have eyes on him, so thank you, thank you, Rocco. Uh, is Ready to Rumble your favorite Scott Con movie? Because it's mine. Tied for first. <laughs> tied for first. What's it tied with? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott member. That is so diplomatic and such oh, a nice thing to say. Oh, oh no. What? Ah, uh, he ran out my window. Oh my God! Was there a screen? <laughs> yeah, now there's a big <laughs> Scott member-sized hole in it. Oh no! I don't even actually. He must have ran really fast because I, I swear to God, like you see that in the cartoons, but then you think about it and you're like, all right, if somebody did that in real life, you know, it would probably just be like an oval, you know? Right. But this thing is—it's just the about the exact dimensions of Scott member. Oh my God! Arms are at a two ninety degree angles, one facing upwards yeah. and one facing downwards. It's pretty funny looking. Yeah, it's very you know. Well, God bless him. I hope he uh, lives a happy life. He loved Scott Con. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> then you—he loves Scott Con, so you know he has the happiest life. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know what? I like Scott Con, and I'm happy as hell. I'm one of the happiest people I know. And a lot of my worst enemies, they despise Scott Kahn. Yeah, that bastard E from Entourage. What a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't he, seriously, don't get me started on that guy because I will I will be seething with rage. And I, I'll i probably have to end the show. Where, please don't get me started. Okay, I, I won't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. What's, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. Please can we move on? Okay, uh, uh, so they were talking about this Dave Matthews guy. Who Who is this? Is uh, they talking about music and tour buses. I only know him from uh, that Adam Sandler vehicle. You don't mess with the Zohan. Who, what does he do, something else with a tour bus? Okay, that's funny because I only know him from the Adam Sandler vehicle. Just go with it. He's in that one too? I'm pretty sure he is. And if he's not, I got to tell you, that joke will not be funny to anyone. <laughs> I, I really got to say... <laughs> If he's not in it, then I just made not even a joke. It would be considered something else. I think I, I think you might be right. I think he's probably a real Sandler head. But he is, is he, in it. He is he's in it. in it, okay. So he's in it, and uh, unlike this part of the podcast, he's in it. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, they they really did. They they dropped a whole bunch of shit on some people. That was funny. That's pretty cool. I thought so too. That's that's really cool. That's like showing your dominance against a bunch of plebs, you know. So my thought on that is, um, you know, there are some huge DMB fans in the world. I got a buddy in in growing up who was a massive fan. Went to all sorts of Dave shows. Called him Dave Shows. Dave Shows, wow. First name basis? Hell, yeah, I mean, that's what he did. Um, so, how much would a person like that pay to have been on the boat in the Chicago, in that river? Oh, you know? I, I'm, a, I'm assuming, I mean, I mean, so he's a famous musician. I mean, just his character from Zohan, I'm, I'd pay six figures for that privilege. <laughs> yeah, just be shellacked in his shit? <laughs> yeah. I you say shellacked, I would say baptized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? You're right. It's a sac. It's a sacrament. It really is. And honestly, you know what? 
perhaps it's a necessary sacrament. Perhaps the dozen or so people that had the privilege that day, you know, look no further than the, those are the next handful of saints in the Catholic Church. <laughs> There's absolutely oh. no doubt in my mind that they're walking around committing miracles. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't just like, all right. So Dave Matthews writes, he writes Ants Marching. He writes The Space Between. He writes that song where the guy from 30 Rock hugs everybody in the music video. Okay. Wait, the, spa- the Space Between wasn't that in the Adam Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds? I would not be even remotely surprised. Oh, no. You know what? That wasn't in Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds was uh, Where Are You Going, I believe. Oh, you're right. Oh, I ruined I the bit. Yeah, I believe that's, that's the case. I ruined the bit. But Dave had some jams. Oh. Right? He writes that. He writes a uh, gravedigger acoustic Ooh. version. Ooh. Yeah, he writes, and he writes the regular version too. <laughs> <laughs> then he performs them. He's a traveling, you know. He's he's oh man, people people sing his praises all over the world. He's got an accomplished band. He puts out that song "Crush" and that song "Crash Into Me," both good songs. Crush into me. That sounds cool. Crush into me would, oh my god, that reminds me of a freaking Rob Zombie concert I was once at. (laughs) You were in the pit, dude? Anyway. Oh, I was in in the pit. I was in the shit. I was all sorts. (laughs) Damn, dude. Anyway, he puts out all that. He's touring. He eats a few meals here and there. He expels them from his body. So that was in Chicago, right? That was in Chicago. It was all over the Midwest. He's, he's, He's packing it up. He's packing it up because they don't empty this thing just every day. That's you know? true. That's true. That's true. I mean, it could just be a bunch of deep dish pizza remnants. He's got deep dish in there. He's got a freaking blue Danube, whatever the fuck, uh, diner burger from <laughs> Ohio State University. He's got he's got the goddamn uh, Pramani brothers. Uh, he's got <laughs> what else is he eating? He's got Tuffy Subs. He's got Jets Pizza. He's got it all in there. I mean, Lou Malnati's. Yeah, Lou Malnati's. <laughs> he's got Lou Malnati's. He's been to Kuma's Corner. He's got Zigerman's Coffee in there. He's got freaking Two Hearted Ale. He's got all the greatest, all the greatest stuff. He's got Fathead Brewery, the 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 blueberry one from uh, Pittsburgh or whatever the fuck. He's Ooh. got it all. Ooh. He's got it all. And it, this thing is, he, he's like, listen, Bob, pull this fucking thing over. I'm trying to take a shit. It's fucking splashing on me. It's every time you hit a bump, it's splashing on me. This thing's full to the brim, Bob. Christ. And Bob's like, oh my God, you guys do not fucking pay me enough for this. I'm not pulling over. We got to be there by fucking six or I'm, or you already said I'm canned. And then he's like, oh, my God, Bob. How am I supposed to take a shit? i got to sing in two hours. And then Bob's just, you know what? Fuck you. And he pulls the lever or whatever, you know. <laughs> and then the, the thing just flies open. And then, and then all of a sudden Dave's like, oh, my God, he called my bluff. He called my bluff. He just dropped a huge steaming pile of shit he, that, from Annie Brothers shit form. He's got... Uh, you know, whatever you said in shit form. (laughs) 
Yingling. Yingling, brown edition. All Rocco, I got to I have to correct you, Rocco, because oh, you're please. saying that the you're saying that the driver called his bluff. But yeah. I I actually talked to one of those uh, uh people who got the doo-doo splashed on them and they oh said God. They said that Dave Matthews was out the window going, my poo just crashed into you. (laughs) And then they sped away and there was a puff of smoke and they never saw him again. Oh, my God. Crazy. He was doing a prank. He pranked them. What a sweet bus driver to cover for him. That's just what they do in South Africa, man. I'm reading that he's from South Africa. You didn't know that? No, I did. but. Oh. Doing a bit here, Rocco. I'm sorry. Fuck, dude. You, you know we've been doing this for a hundred episodes. You'd think we'd be more simpatico. It's. I mean, this is the first one coming out, so no one has heard how we have been telepathically linked since episode one. But you know, sometimes, sometimes uh, a thing will happen. You know, I've got storms here. There's something in the air. The chakras are not aligned. Our connection's a little weird, including our telepathic link. So sometimes I got to say, Rocco, I'm trying to do a bit here, sir. Yes, this this chakras you. <laughs> now that is a callback. That's back. pretty good, right? That was good. That's We did that chakras in... Chakras you. I think we did that in our, like, seventh episode, maybe. Yeah. That was the last time you said chakras. And of course, when you say chakras, my my mind, you know, there's a freaking hundred hamsters on a hundred hamster wheels in there, freaking speeding around. I got like the dollar store gun, you know, you pull the trigger and the sparks are flying around. It's going. That's like my brain, dude. But Damn. Times a times a hundred. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, it's like a it's like a firework in there. Anyway. Hey, Rocco. Every time you say chakra, I think this chakra is you because that's the sparks in my brain. You know, you were talking about those dollar store guns and speaking of guns, Howard's movie, Shoot 'em Up. Classic. You ever see this thing? I saw it in theaters twice. Wow. I have it on Blu-ray. That almost counts as as good. I'm very jealous because I only have it on DVD. Oh, I've got that high-def 1080 picture and sound, my friend. Ah, very lucky, very lucky. That movie is amazing. (laughs) Did you know that Clive Owen's character is like Bugs Bunny? Of course. He's he's Bugs Bunny as a person. That's that's cuckoo bananas. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's one of those movies where the whole thing's a gimmick, and then you feel like, you know, when you figure out the gimmick, it's like, oh, that's kind of lame. But it's never lame. I love it. It's cool. And you know, when I'm driving to this to this day, if I'm in the car and someone doesn't use their blinker, I just have that flash from shoot 'em up where Clive Owen just runs the guy off the road. Does is that a little road ragey? Maybe. Possibly. Oh, of course. It of is. Course. But Clive Owen taught me to do it, and Clive Owen is Bugs Bunny, and if it's good enough for Bugs Bunny, it's good enough for me. Now can we can we take uh, Franklin to task for not having a movie and just talking about Space Force? Are you kidding me, Franklin? What are you doing here? It's your 100th episode? Yeah, I can't remember. And I we could have done an episode that had this in it already, but I can't remember ever being so mad at him for breaking his own rule. I mean, ugh. 
I, I, good good for them that that Uncle Howard wins and they're going to watch shoot him up. But Franklin, 100 episodes. What are you doing? Yeah, it's like, what's your favorite movie? Oh, uh, Twin Peaks season three. OK, asshole. All right. I'm going to go give you a swirly now. Yeah, good one. I hope you like the taste of toilet water. <laughs> I hope no one forgot to not flush. Yeah, hope no one not forgot it to not not flush in the not toilet, idiot. That I don't really know if I did enough knots just now, but I have a feeling. <laughs> I think enough. you nailed it. You nailed it. I have a feeling. Gosh, darn it. Hey, Rocco, do you understand sports betting? Because I feel like my eyes were rolling in my head during that part of the show. I, uh, I, so the thing is, I always think I do. And then whenever I say something, I am like, oh, I guess. I guess I'm not that confident with what I just said. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, who you betting on this week? I'm like, I don't know, the that team. And they're like, what they got? They're six-point favorites. What are you doing? You betting on them? And I'm like, I don't know. Shut up. What does that mean? And then I just basically rip my money in half and set it on fire. Dude, that's actually, at least doing that, like, makes people fear you. Like, there's value to that, you know? I guess that's true. That's true. I never have thought about that before. I've never thought about this. So I would literally rather take the money and set it on fire in front of everyone because then they'll be like, this guy's fucking crazy. What won't he do? And then that is like so powerful to me. That's like the jokester, man. Exactly. That works in my advantage for like years to come. That's like very, very, very cheap. In fact, very cheap power, but I'll never do it. It's a felony. Is that even true? <laughs> it's okay. You can just print your own new ones if you burn them. I read that online. Is it, wait, is it is it actually a felony, though? I don't think so. There's, I don't either. I've seen people light cigars with $100 bills that they set on fire. You think rich people are going to commit a felony? That's true. You're right. Well, they're certainly not going to go to jail for it. That's that's true also. But they won't go to jail because rich people are, are perfect. Yeah, they're sweethearts. And also, they're all pretty. Yeah, that's true. They're all as they're all as good looking as Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Now, so I posed Charlie this Charlie Sheen, the most handsome man in the world. I posed this question in in uh, a chat that we're all a part of on uh, on on one of those websites and yeah. so <laughs> I have to find the name of the movie now, but it's a movie that came out on Crackle, which stars Charlie Sheen. And uh, uh, in the movie, his name is Charlie. And that makes me think that he just he can't respond to any name other than his own. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's a fact. Does that track? (laughs) I think that's that's just true. Because he was in uh, uh, Two and a Half Men's, and his name was Charlie. Then he was in Anger Management, and his name was Charlie. And now he's in this this uh, this movie called Mad Families, and his name is Charlie. You're right. Wait, are they all in a row? Are those just three like in a row credits, or are, the, are there anything in between? So, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2000, 2003 to 2011, he's two and a half men as Charlie Harper. In 2012, he was in a movie called She Wants Me as himself, Charlie Sheen. Holy shit. Uh, he was a voice 
in a movie called Food Fight, but no one was talking to him, you know, so he didn't he wouldn't get confused. Yeah. Because you record your audio separately. Of course. <laughs> Un- he was uncredited in Medea's witness protection as Charlie Sheen. <laughs> okay. A glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan III <laughs> as Charles Swan. So that's another Charlie. Yeah, dude. Scary Movie 5 as himself. I think that's the first A24 movie, by the way. Oh, yeah? Pretty sure. It's a Charlie Sheen joint? Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. Oh my god. So it just keeps going. In Machete Kills, he was Mr. President. So I, I he he'll respond to Charlie or Mr. President. What would your movie be if you were in the king size bed? Rocco, you just hit me with a one two punch. The one being what would my movie be and the two being in the king size bed. Oh <laughs> geez Louise. You know what? I'm looking at my my movie rack right now, and the first thing my eyes gravitated to, Ernest goes to camp. Yo, that movie freaking rocks, dude. What's the year on that? Like, 92, 93, something like that? Oh, no, that's the 80s. 87? Something like that, yeah. Let me, all right, so that's, so you just turned around and the first thing you saw. Yeah. All right, let's see. All right, let's see what happens, because it's right behind me. One sec. Yep. The Handmaiden. The Handmaiden? That's too pretentious for me, even. (laughs) That's fucking ridiculous. People are going to think I'm lying. That's so gross. I mean, it's a freaking good movie, dude. It is good, but it's practically a porno. Yeah, I said it's good. (laughs) Yeah, well, it is good, I'll tell you that much. Though I prefer Stoker. Stoker? Okay, nice. Nice. 517 to scanner control. 517 to scanner control. Now's the time of the show where we uh, where we where we answer questions from our favorite people, the fans of the, the fans. fans, the fans, <laughs> and you know what? We love them. We, we would love never, them. We would never tell them to go f themselves. <clears throat> we never have, and we never will. Never. I don't even know what the word means. What is what does f even mean? You know? Yeah, I won't even say it. Actually, the letter or and the word. Know, the letter the word i'll say fuck all day long oh my goodness that's what it means yeah whoa i won't say the letter though it's too suggestive hey greg how do you take your steaks uh my steaks uh yeah that's what jeff gibson wants to know grazing in the pasture like uh they're still mooing you know what i mean like a real man would i think that's yucky i was just kidding i don't like that that's that's too that's too aggro for me yeah, that's too I'm a, yucky for me. I'm I'm a medium to medium well guy, cause too much of the pink blood makes me not comfortable. That's that's a that's, shoot. That's a shoot, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much where I was at. I stopped eating. I stopped eating the this stuff pretty recently. But I yeah, good for you. Horse about it. I won't be on my high horse about it. No, that's awesome. I wish I could, but I can't because I'm a weak man. All right, Rocco, I got a question for you from at Point Click Dead. Uh, what's your social security number and your full name? Oh, that's uh, 624. Wait a uh, second. Tire screech. No, wait. Uh, guy in purple suit running away with smoke behind him. <laughs> cab member? <laughs> <laughs> it's me cab member. Uh, 
Well, needless to say, I shan't be answering that question. I don't blame you. You know, there's the Russians are listening, probably. You got a better one? Do I have a better one? Uh, better yeah. question? Yeah. Uh, Junior Alamode wants to know, you ever pet a tiger? <laughs> no. I was going to lie and make up a story, but no, I haven't. I'm pretty sad about it, actually. I actually have. <laughs> really? Was it sweet? I paid a crazy, my wife and I paid a crazy amount of money to go to one of those tiger places. And uh, oh, we, no. we hung out with tigers and it was cool as shit. But then you feel like really bad afterwards because they're being exploited. Uh, but we got really cool pictures out of it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, though. It's definitely one of those things where, like, you feel like you're, like, helping. And then you're like, oh, did I help? <laughs> yeah they say the money goes to like conservation and like saving animals in africa and stuff and it's just like no you're probably just bringing them over here to be clowns now rocco they were talking about what color their lightsaber would be and i gotta know what you would say yours would be yeah that's the best so that's the best question ever yeah and i think i said as much in fact i think i seconded that question yeah because it's such a damn good one it's a great um one. my thought though is like my favorite color is orange, but I don't want an orange lightsaber. It looks like fire. It's lame. The coolest lightsaber is Luke's green lightsaber, and I would want to be like Luke. That's a solid pick. That's a solid That's pick. pick. It's just the coolest one. Now, can I tell you what mine would be? Yes. Uh, have Not you ever you heard? Have, to. have you ever heard of a little color called Pantone three three eight C? I'm being honest, I have not, but I will I will be finding out very shortly. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh baby, that's the color of a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yep. So that's the combination of blue and green, which are two of the coolest lightsaber colors. So yeah, uh I'll have a Pantone 338C, please. That is also one of the languages that 3PO speaks. Did you know that? What? He speaks that. Uh, I fluent in Pantone 338C, R2. Wait a second. First, I thought I was talking to Rocco. It turned out it was Jean-Paul Sartre. Then I thought Rocco came back. And then it turned into C-3PO? Yep. How? I say R2. I'm I'm giddy as a schoolgirl over here. Oh, oh no. Oh, wait a second. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. He... He reached into his own head, pulled out all the wires. Oh my god, he committed seppuku? Robot seppuku? Yeah. He committed C3PQ. <laughs> C3PQ, no! Yes, yes he did. And he's dead, so... Oh, R.I.P. to the legend. I could, do a, I, could do a, I could do an impression of him, but it wouldn't sound any good, so I'm not gonna... That's cool, that's cool. Baja Blast lightsaber, yeah, you had to one-up me and make me look like an asshole and an idiot, but that's fine, because yours was a good answer. It was a good answer. Hey, yours was cool, too. Luke is a cool dude. Yeah, well, not as cool as Mountain Dew, but whatever, thanks. That's fine. Totally set me up, made me look like an utter fool, <laughs> said the coolest answer probably of all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down, Rocco. Get off the ledge. Don't don't see see three Paku yourself. Keep the wires in your skull, my friend. Okay, I'm fine. I'm okay. Okay, good, good. I'm you know okay. what? I'd I'd get you one of those lightsabers too, and we'd be we'd be best friends on the battlefield. 
Yeah, killing every single droid that moves. Yeah. That's what you do with a Baja Blast lightsaber. <laughs> you don't stop. Come correct with the flavor. The handle of it is like a little flask. And when you're done killing, killing droids, you just turn that sucker upside down and you quench your thirst with a little Baja Blast. It's all that caffeine, though. That I just, kicked this stuff years ago. Caffeine. That just keeps Yuck. you focused. It focuses you on the battlefield. Yeah, it affects my sleep. I can't be on the battlefield with a, a jacked up sleep schedule. If I'm eating cinnamon twists, maybe. I feel like they offset each other nicely. They pair very well. A cinnamon twist and a Baja Blast. That's because you're a man of culture. You know that. Yeah. You know, I respect myself. You know, when you respect yourself, you treat yourself. And every once in a while, I'm talking on days that start with T and N and Y, cinnamon twist, Baja Blast, that's a perfect night. That's a damn good day. And you know what? A day that starts with T and ends with Y, I'm going to say you're talking about today. That's right. I'm talking about today. And today. It just so happens that that's yeah, every day. Every day is today. And uh, I also go to Taco Bell on, on hours that start with 3 and end in 30. <laughs> Every day at 3.30, I go to Taco Bell. Now, there are two 3.30s every day. Are you going twice a day? I love it. You're my hero. Yes, I am. You're my hero. No, I love it. I love it is every day at 2.30, I go to McDonald's. You know whose favorite time of day that is? Oh, I, I, I know... But I don't want you to say. <laughs> but I do know whose favorite time of day that is, yes. Okay, good. As long as you know, we don't need to tell anybody else. It is a particular uh, gentleman in the medical field. Go. Oh, you think they're doctors? With my root canals and my, my other tooth-related problems. Gives you a crown, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> yes, a, maybe yes. a filling. Yes, but when it comes to crowns, I think he deserves the crown for king of making my tooth not hurt. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think that I think that we can both give each other a couple crowns. He gives me a crown, I give him a crown for the king of taking all my money for something that should be much cheaper. I give him a crown because I have a stack of the Burger King Kids Club crowns in my car that I hand out to people who perform medical procedures on me. I go to Burger King every day at 1.30. <laughs> I stay busy. <laughs> That's cool, man. I, <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> that is pretty cool. So, <laughs> the next and final note that I have written down as we're coming up towards our time limit, I believe. Uh, because yeah, the, the unks run a tight ship and they tell us, you know, you got to be in, you got to be out. If you go over a certain time, uh, we'll kill you because Howard said he was going to shoot us if we didn't finally release one. Uh, so right, we know honestly, he means like, business. They made it seem like it was a fun contest. And then once we won, ever since then, it's just been nothing but like vitriol. It's been like nothing but like, I honestly feel like I'm being punished. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I've got a full time job, guys. Uh, you know, we're doing this for fun just because we don't re we haven't released yeah. the other ninety nine. You don't have to threaten we're us fans. with violence. We're fans. <laughs> I mean, we're fans. We're freaking fans here. I mean, I feel like I'd be. <sighs> you may as well call me uh, Hampton Hampton Bay because of how big of a fan I am. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you might as well call me Gla- Glacier. <laughs> that's way that's way better because I don't know if it's Hampton Bay or Hampton Breeze, but yeah, Glacier. Uh, yeah, me too, please. Yeah, me too. I'll take two, please. I'm pretty pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sweating here. Uh, pull my collar and steam comes out. Uh, so yeah. so Rocco, they were talking about you know who 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 should get beaten up in a WWE ring, and they mentioned the names of people like. James Woods and the Emperor and Corey Graves. And I just got to say, you know, I, I I'm going to nominate that nerd Elon Musk thinking he's going to save the world and save the planet while discovering what memes are and naming his kid a stupid thing. Yeah, I think he needs to get beaten up and taken down a peg. What are, what are your thoughts? God, that's a good answer because he really does need to be beaten up. Thank you. But at the same time, don't you think he's the type of person who if he was beaten up, he would use that to become a supervillain. Oh, damn it. You're right. I didn't even think about that. You gotta be careful with that, with these types. Uh, these sensitive billionaires. He's one wedgie away from becoming... Uh, he's literally one wedgie away, yes. Some, some, some supervillain that I can't some think of Some sort of, of right like, now. incompetent Edward Nigma. Yeah. Yeah. The Shidler. <laughs> <laughs> Schindler. Yeah. Well, oh, can can we start a campaign <laughs> to just tweet at him and call <laughs> the Schindler, the Schindler. Um, wow. Yeah, we could start that. Ca- me and you could start that campaign and we could end that campaign. We'll start it and end it. <laughs> um, you know what? Fuck it. The Schindler. Let's go. <laughs> That's who it is. We're giving him that swirly and we're we're creating a monster. Why not? Let's see. Yeah, what, but, let's see what, because but, you know what? Who would the Batman be? Who would the Batman be? Who would be the Shatman? Well, Adam West is dead, so R.I.P. to the King. Yeah, you know, for an incompetent Riddler, you need an incompetent Batman. Mm-hmm. But you need somebody who thinks they're tough. It would be, you know who it would be? Oh my god. It would be that guy, Dan Bolzerian. I love that you said that because I was thinking the exact same thing. That's who it would be. The incompetent <laughs> Batman. The Shatman, if you will. Dan Bilzerian, who is like the embodiment of Police Lives Matter on, on social media. <laughs> he oh, physically no. took the form of the bumper sticker. <laughs> He's like... He jumped off the back of a car window. Just he's, ran around. He's that bumper sticker of the humping stick figure and the word it. So, you know, it's like saying, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know what it's saying, but it doesn't actually yeah. say it because they're too oh. big of wusses to say it. Yeah, screw it. Yeah. That makes me sick. Ugh, people. Ugh. I'm going to throw up. Bumper stickers. Ugh. You got a bumper sticker, Rocco? I do have a mini bumper stickers. One of them says, uh, Sersha, are you on email? And one of them says Miata Club. Nice. Nice. Those are my only two bumper stickers. No, I have a bunch more, but those are my only two bumper stickers that are completely related to the very show that we're doing right now. <laughs> I have a Miata Club sticker on my car, too. Uh, nice. either, nice. either way, Rocco. You know, it's fine. It's it's great to finally put this out there. Uh, we've been doing this for a hundred episodes now, just like the Unks. So 
Well, yeah, you it's know, been almost two years. Yeah. It's great. You know, you're my, you're one of my best friends. You're probably my best friend. <laughs> probably. Um, probably my best friend. Uh, and you know, I, I just, you know, congratulations to us for a hundred episodes, man. Yeah. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Somebody will say something I'm sure, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Congratulations to you. Pat on the back for me. <laughs> I'm doing the old Barry Horowitz pat on the back right now myself. Yeah. Well, you deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. This is a big deal. This is great. I'm glad people are going to hear this one. And, uh, I can't wait to see what they think of it since they listen to every episode that we do and they put out a response. True, true. So, so you know, it'll be fun to see their recap of our recap. And, yeah, uh, and uh, that's going to be called "Are You Talking Uncle to Uncle to Me to You to uh, Recap uh, You You to Three Cubed." Does that sound right? Did I do that right? I don't know. Yeah, you did that right. You cool. Me? Cool. Nailed I'm not going to check because I have it in my head. And I know for a fact that was right. Awesome. Thank you. The confidence, the confidence you give me, you know, it's like uh, the wings, the wings of an eagle, you know, it's important to be (laughs) supportive. It's true. Anyway, that's another episode of uh, the show that title he just said. Um, I'm not looking it up. I can't be bothered. Are you talking uncle to uncle to me to you too? Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. And of course, I usually nail it, but I've. I didn't feel like it just now. So another episode of that. So keep it real, everybody. Uh, Go love, love yourself. (laughs) Go love yourself. Go hug yourself. Yeah. Give yourself a nice smooch on the mirror. Yo,